0: Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode, The Christian Therapist, and I am your host, Akaiami McCoy, and I just want to remind everyone that everything that is shared on this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional, and although I am a mental health professional, I am not providing therapy through this podcast. If you would like more information about me or the services that I do provide, please feel free to go to my website at www.life-counseling-transitions.com. All right, sit back and relax, and I hope you enjoy. my friends and family, if you were ever to talk to them, would always say that I was somebody that took flight. I took flight very often when things didn't go as according to my plans. If someone did something to hurt me physically, mentally, or spiritually, you wouldn't see me around much longer. I would find a way to get out of a relationship, to end a job or to change churches because I was hurt by someone or a situation and I wasn't going to subject myself to that any longer. So I took flight. So you would never really see me deeply rooted anywhere because I wanted to always have the ability to pull myself up and move it out (laughs) if things did not go according to plan, or if somebody was hurting me in any way. So I was known for taking flight. It was my habit. I I ran whenever things didn't go according to plan. So it's not that I would be um, flighty, in other words, like airheaded or anything like that. It's just that I felt that I did not have to subject myself to any more pain if I felt that it was getting out of hand. So that's what I would do. I would take flight. Now, when I was taking flight, it wasn't just like I would start something new or try something new and then just be like, oh, I don't like this. Let me try something else. It was never that because I always set goals for myself I always had a plan and a vision for things and I went through with them. But sometimes in the process, what I, well, the decisions that I would make sometimes would be some bad decisions and bad choices because I really never listened to anyone about how I should go about doing it. And therefore the consequences of some of my choices ended up causing me pain. So I was very, very busy (laughs) at doing things and, but just not very consistent with what it was that I was doing and not carefully considering how things would turn out um, because I wouldn't listen to anyone else. So you could say I wasn't a very deep rooted person because I always made it easier for me to roll out if I didn't think things were going my way. Now, another reason that I was not deeply rooted is because even though I got saved September 26, 1993, I was not rooted in the word of God. I didn't read his word daily. I didn't pray to him daily. And so I did not have enough in me to help me through situations that um, could avoid me taking flight. I didn't have nothing to really fall back on because I didn't recognize the power that was in me once I became saved. I was just a babe in Christ. So I didn't really have enough knowledge, wisdom, or understanding to keep me grounded when things went wrong. So that's why I became a person that would take flight. I didn't have any daily rituals or, um, plans, you know, while I was trying to, um, bring or manifest my goals and my visions. I had no consistent means of being, um, able to withstand anything. So yeah, I changed churches a lot. I changed relationships a lot and I changed jobs a lot. And I guess what was going on with me was I never really felt satisfied. I always felt empty and I did not want to do God's purpose for me, which was to teach and doing mission work, you know, and I looked to friends instead of him to help me get through things and found myself unsatisfied and being led by my flesh. When you do not allow yourself to be led by God and instead you are more led by your own thoughts, your own ideas, and maybe listening to the wrong people, you end up making a whole lot of bad mistakes and bad choices because it's more centered around your own pride. Pride gets in the way of so many things Because we rely on our own thoughts. We rely on our own knowledge as if it is the beat all um, for any decision that we make. (laughs) Like, I know better than everybody else. I know better than God. But that gets you in a whole lot of trouble. And it ends up causing you more pain that you really did not have to subject yourself to. In the Bible, it talks about this and how it is better to listen to the Lord than to listen to the counsel of the ungodly. In Psalms 1 verses 1 to 2, it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither and whatever he does shall prosper. So what that scripture means to me is if I would listen to the counsel of those who are in the body of Christ (laughs) and listen to the wisdom of those who have been through things and, you know, have succeeded in them, or even if they failed, but they understood and learned lessons from them. If I would listen to the counsel of those who are in the body, I probably would not subject myself to as much pain as I experience, because we're all going to go through pain. And sometimes that is what helps build our muscles. And that's what helps build our character. So we got to go through something because in reality, we're not going to listen to everything. You know, our children never listen to everything that we say. And sometimes they pay for that. And then they come back and they be like, Oh, I should have listened. But unfortunately, you know, you're not going to, we're not going to So it's better to um, live out your vision through godly counsel, through um, going to God first by reading his words, because that's how he talks to us. And by praying, by talking back to him, because like in the scripture says that I just read, it is said, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and his law, he meditates day and night. So, if I had been somebody that read his word and meditated on his word day in and day out, nightly and daily, then maybe I would have had a better mindset when things got bad. But that's not what I did. And so far, th- therefore, I could not have anything to reach into to help me to get through something. Instead, it was just easier for me to take off running instead of going to God in prayer. And then it says in that same scripture I just read about, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Any tree that is planted by water has very deep roots and their roots are fully replenished with the water and their trees and the fruit always is in bloom and always strong and You know, receiving everything it needs because it's deeply rooted by a endless stream of water. Even when things get bad, when a drought comes, that tree, because of the way it's planted by the river, is deeply rooted and getting everything it needs. And that's what something I did not have. I had no deep roots. I was not planted in the word to get everything that I needed, and therefore I burnt out. (laughs) I burnt out very often. So what did I end up having to do or what did I end up doing to get better? And for me, I had to get rid of those things that were wearing me down, unclutter. I had to cut off the dead weight that was preventing me from getting better. And that started first with me getting out of my own head. I had to change my thinking in order to be able to learn what I needed to know. That's how you develop wisdom. You deal with the experiences and you see how the experiences resulted in a negative way. And then you learn, okay, I can't do that anymore. And not only that, I had to renew my thinking, what benefits me more? That only came from the word of God. I was not going to transform my life without the word of God. That's just how it is. People think that they um, learn better by learning everything else, but they don't learn the word of God. But they don't realize that most of everything that we learn today, somehow or another, is coming from the oldest book in the world. When I read some of the things in the Bible, I realize that I've heard something to that effect in another book. But the thing is, is that book is not new. That book is only getting its information from somewhere. And most of the time it is coming from something in the Bible. The Bible is the most quoted book in the world, but people will change the words. So it seems or appears as if it's new, but there is nothing new under the sun, nothing. And when people come to you and say, oh, I I found something new, they're lying because truth is revealed it is not discovered <laughs> so i realized that i had to learn the word of god because that is what was going to help me get through getting rid of the clutter lightening my load discarding and throwing away trash and i'm i'm considering myself as a minimalist i don't need a lot of stuff so if I get rid of the stuff that I'm not even using anyway and maybe give it away to people that need it, then I can lighten my load anyway. So lighten the loads of the thoughts in my head that don't make sense and putting in the in my head the word of God. So if did you have you ever realized that um you see some people who have their hair is really matted um cuz a matted head of hair just shows neglect. So I had to, you know, stop neglecting myself and, you know, manage my thoughts and manage the things that were being neglected in my life. The same thing with cobwebs. When you see cobwebs all over something, that means something is being neglected. And so I had to go and pull out my Bible, dust it off. You know, get the cobwebs of it, because that I was neglecting the Word of God, I was neglecting myself, and I was not taking care of what needs to be taken care of in order to live out my purpose in life. The last thing that I ended up having to do was to balance out my life. It is hard sometimes to balance things out because we get busy doing everything else, but not what is going to matter later. I had a revelation that I was doing a whole lot of busy work and I was finding that I was burning myself out because I was confused about what it was that I was doing. I was trying all these different things and none of them were working. You know, I didn't have felt like I never had enough money to do anything. I felt like I was trying to get a message across and nobody was listening and it seemed to me like the only people that are or, that are being heard are those who have a lot of money and a bigger platform and all of this kind of stuff. And then I realized, you know what? I should not be concerning myself what other people do. I need to be content in my own self. I need to be content in what I have. I need to be content in knowing that God has my back no matter what. And if I know that to be true, then I understand that confusion will leave me. That I don't have to become overwhelmed with doing all these different things. Just do what God says for me to do. Be obedient. I need to rest my body. I need to take moments by myself and learn. I need those days of refueling myself and I need to stop being so busy and being busy, meaning not taking time out for God because Every day is a day and a gift that is from him. And it is not for us to benefit from it. It's for others to benefit from from it. So something that I do every day needs to be for the purpose of God's mission for my life, the mission for his life for you. So when you wake up and be thanking him for being able to be awakened Give God glory, give God thanks, and then start the day praising him. If you work more for him than for everything else, then you can avoid burnout. You can avoid breaking down because we break down a lot and we're not even sure why. We're tired. We're unmotivated. We don't want to do anything. And the reason is, is because we're doing things for all the wrong reasons, reasons. So take a moment, sit down, get still, start again, regroup and ask the Lord, what would you have me to do? And if you want to know that, pick up his word, fill yourself with what he has to say, and then talk back to him to to meditate on his word and make sure that you got an understanding of what he wants for you, for you and your life. See, the rest of your life can be better than anything else. And it doesn't really matter where you are right now, what you have or what you think you should have. It should be more about how you can serve someone else. Get your message out there. You know, speak the word, make sure it's God's word. And then he will supply you with everything you need to do that he's not going to give you or me a task that we won't be able to handle but we have to trust God in everything everything we do is for him for his purpose for his glory and if you think anything other than that then guess what you're going to be struggling you're going to be frustrated and you're not going to be satisfied with anything it's going to always feel like chasing and chasing at the wind you can't grab the win. You'll never be able to grab the win. You can't understand everything. You'll never be able to understand everything because it's not for you. It's not for me to understand it all. Just trust God, be blessed, serve others. And to the next time, good mental health and good spiritual health. I love you all.